What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Black Korea. I am your host, Andy. You got Shell Jones. Your boy, KP. And Tiffany. Yep, yep, yep. Um, last week, we talked about um, a lot of stuff. Um, some of the crazy stuff going on in K-pop right now in Korea. Um, what else did we talk about last week? Oh, man, we talked about a few things. We talked about uh, Rest in Peace, Nipsey Hussle. You mm-hmm. hate for Beyonce. Hate for Beyonce. Uh-huh. Much, much hate. Wow. Not hate. Anyway. You getting scared about Beehive? You can find our <laughs> podcast on anywhere you can find a podcast, so make sure you check us out. Um, today, we're going to be talking about March Madness is going on right now. Um, big player that's uh, kind of a topic of discussion. Zion Williamson, yeah. Yeah. For those who don't know, Zion Williamson is the top player in the world, if you ask me right now, because... He's the the next LeBron James. And I don't mean as far as the way he plays the game, but I'm saying as far as having an impact on the game, this kid is phenomenal. If you have not seen him, make sure you check out his clips because he's worth the price of admission. This dude is is amazing. I mean, Obama's even getting a ticket to watch him too. Right. So, right. you know, right. he must be yeah, worth he's, something. He's and, and Obama left that game early too. When he 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 got hurt that game. When his shoe broke. Yeah, when his shoe broke. <laughs> right. You know, I remember that. Stock and Nike dropped because of the shoe breaking in the game. You know how big that is. Mm-hmm. It's the power of a brand. I mean, yeah. it's kind of crazy that yeah. you know he must have been practicing on that shoes for so long for so much. Well, you know? I, I don't think so because th- these guys get new shoes every game. Yeah, so it's like. He, I just think he's that 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 much power and force. He just ripped through the shoe. He's he's uh, he's a physical specimen. Oh, here, he is. here comes the hate. No, no, here no, 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 comes. no. His <laughs> his shoe didn't break because of. I mean, no, he's a great player. Like mm-hmm. I love Zion Williamson. Um, but this shoe breaking thing's been happening a lot lately. I feel like, especially in the NBA too. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I think it's something on Nike. Like they need to step it up with their product. Yeah, it's, it 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 can be that too. I just think the way. But the way he, the the move that he made when he broke it, I think that had a lot to do with, yeah, the, with the, the, force. the force. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that force. It's only a glue stitching, mm-hmm. you know, holding it together. It's not a stitch or anything. But he's a freak of nature, he though. He is, dude. He's scary to watch. Like, mm-hmm. when I see him on, like, his clips from high school and he's, like, dunking on people, like, he was, mm-hmm. like, 15 doing that. Mm-hmm. And I owe my brother a lot of credit because I used to say, well, when he gets to the next level, which was college, he you know he gonna kind of fall off a little mm, bit because you can't do. Compete. Yeah, you got these guys that, that's the same size as him, some bigger. He's nah, killing it though. Nah, he hadn't lost a step. The only and initially the only person that could stop him was his teammate, RJ, who was taking all the shots. That's the that's the only way that you can stop Zion is hope that one of the other guys shoot more. But yeah, so I don't know. I don't keep up with basketball anymore. But I mean, is it over now? Like, they won it? No, we're in the Final Four now, so the teams that are left, and this is very important to know, too, is Michigan State. Um, I don't know how many. They, they, they're kind of a regular, so they're there. They're number two seed in the in the in in their region, so that they're still there. Uh, the only number one seed left is Virginia. Mm-hmm. Virginia is number one seed out of ACC. And then you have Texas Tech. I think they – I'm not sure what seed they are. And you have Auburn, who's a fifth seed, who nobody expected to be there. Oh, so Zion, Zion's out then. Yeah, oh, he's out. Oh, okay. Yeah, he he. They've been hanging on for a while. The team is kind of thin as far as what they have, mm-hmm. but you know Zion saved these guys, so he's saving them every week. He's doing something to keep them, you know, in these games. But today the luck ran out. But they all came down to the wire, so they had a shot. Games changed a lot too because mm-hmm. you know. 
like a lot of these young players now, they get a lot more um, publicity because mm-hmm. of social media. You know right. What I'm like that didn't exist back in the day. Well, let me, let me ask you something too, both of you. What What is the sport in Korea? So basketball and football. Soccer. Or like American. Oh, so it's, it's soccer. Soccer mm-hmm. and baseball. Oh, okay. I mean, mm-hmm. and basketball too. No, 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 no. Don't, don't put basketball in there. Why? <laughs> Yo, I, I've watched Korean basketball, man. I can play for that team. No, like, you can't say that. It's embarrassing to watch. It's so mm-hmm. embarrassing to watch. Mm-hmm. I mean, those dudes are good, but so, so well. Let's let's talk about soccer for a second. So, who is the Zion or the LeBron of soccer in Korea? Who is that guy? Seoul, Seoul FC or Suwon? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I have to take a look. Those at are like I, I don't know the names, but they're yeah. like rivals. So when my when I was out there, I used to watch um, Seoul um, because I was just like nearby. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, their arrival was Suwon, which is like right below Seoul. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, they were always competing each other. And uh, one from, I believe, Busan, like down southeast area, mm-hmm. are really good too, from what I hear. But mm-hmm. And what about baseball? Who is the star of Busan? So, as no, far he's as. Talking about, he's talking about no, players. Though. Actual person. Oh, yeah, you're talking about teams uh, right now. Oh, okay. The one that, honestly, because I don't keep up with it, but a big name was. Uh, What's his name? Ryu? Ryu Hyunjin? Mm-hmm. Right. He, he played plays... for the Dodgers. Right. Mm. So there's a bunch of Korean players in the uh, MLB. Mm-hmm. There's a bunch of... And then even in soccer, like those big uh, teams, like who are the really popular teams in soccer? Like those something, something... Atlanta United. United. Like Madrid. 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 Yeah, we suck right uh, one, of, <laughs> one of those clubs, but there's a bunch of Korean people that played for those teams too. Mm. So the, like, yeah. Liberia. Which I take really, you know, I take pride in that too because overall, I feel like, you know, Asians in general, they're not looked at as athletic people, Mm -hmm. but we excel in those sports. Right. Like, Mm -hmm. especially baseball. Like, I remember we won like first place out of the world like a couple times. Mm. Um, I, I feel like it is easier for a lot of like Latin Americans to have an access. In the United States, right? Mm-hmm. Or they don't look for anything else. They are like really focused on baseball or specific sports or their events that they uh, put in so much more time and effort into it. Right. I feel like if the same energy was put into Asian um, communities or Asian kids, um, then uh, they might be as competitive or even more, even better. Mm. I feel like it already is though in Korea. Like, you know, in high school, like for us, it's just high school. Mm-hmm. In Korea, they have like specialized high schools. Like if right, you're, if you're yeah, if you're like really more into sports, there's like a sports high school. Mm-hmm. If you're really more into music, there's like a music high school. Mm-hmm. So, so speaking of Zion and LeBron, these guys, you know, I, I see their stories a lot. And this is an argument that I have with my brother a lot, too. We talk about how, you know, these guys talk about how hard they work. And, you know, I work so hard. You know, my mom worked, you know, two jobs to get me. And I'm thinking, OK, well, but still you're six, nine. You know what I'm saying? You're 270 pounds. So, like Shaq, for example, wh- what the hell else is he going to do? He's 7'2". He's seven, seven you know what I'm saying? So, he's – I'm not knocking the fact that his mom pushed him and, and, you know, the hard work that it takes to get there. But my thing is, it's easier if me and him were born to the same mom. With my size, I'm not going to be an NBA player, no, even if I worked harder than him. It's, it's like some of it you're born with. So – it's not like you were, and my brother's like, no, because you could make it just like, I'm like, no, there's, there's no way. There's no way I'm five. I, I have this one theory 
about um, just people in general, people who are athletes, right? Like I had mm-hmm. uh, one of my high school teachers, man. Um, I freaking hated her, but <laughs> she, I remember she went on this rant like, like Beyonce. No, it was not Beyonce. I do not. I do not be. I do not hate Beyonce. Of right? no, but anyway, but she was like, like she was on the rant about like how educators don't get paid and stuff, which. I, I agree with, but then she started, um, like, roasting athletes. Like, mm-hmm. you telling me, like, if you just, like, give me a ball. Sh- like, sh- show me how to shoot a ball and make a million dollars. And, like, she was on this rant, right? Mm-hmm. But she doesn't get, like, these people are, like, this is their life. You know what I'm saying? Like, they put in everything towards this sport. You know what I'm saying? So I have this theory, like, those people, like, athlete, professional athletes, especially who've made it, they have that work ethic. Mm-hmm. So even if they weren't, in a athletic setting, since they have that drive, they would excel in whatever the hell they go I, for. I don't. I wonder if that's true though, because I, I I look at some athletes and you're right. They they do excel because they push themselves, but they don't in other areas. So some of these guys, like you know, they, like some of these athletes don't go to class. Like some some. But, but you need no. to have specific like high um, GPA though mm-hmm. in order for you to actually go to college. Yeah, but some of them, you know, there. they'll get free mm-hmm. grades too, though. I'm sure. Yes. Oh, oh, it happens I mean, all the time here. Depending on the school, though. Depending nah, on what school you're in. I, I think. I think it, it happens all the time here. Like some of these athletes, they, there's people taking these classes for them. You 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 just can't convince yeah. me otherwise. I've seen it in high school. Mm-hmm. Have you seen um the show Last Chance? Last, Last Chance, Chance you? you. That's one of my yeah. favorite shows of all time. You have to go to class. Well, that's at that level. I think that that's for them. Yeah. So if that, that bottom line university is telling you, hey, mm-hmm. you need to come into school, you have to do this, you have to do that mm-hmm. to you know make you, sure you're like academically you know challenge as well as you know you're um, doing your sports stuff. Then but I feel but like at these major too. universities, these are you know multi multi. Well, it's a billion dollar industry as far as sports go. So you're not going to tell me that they'll keep you know. I'm not going to name any names because I don't know of any players in specific, but player A who is all world, you know, he's an all-American. If he doesn't excel in the classroom, because I know all these guys aren't doing great in class. They they just can't right. be. Somebody's helping this kid out. Yeah. Somebody's doing that work for him because we can't let you get off the court. I've we need it, to make the tournament. I've seen it in high school. Like the wrestling coach was a like a teacher and – the kids he was coaching just gave him passing grades. Mm-hmm. Well, what class was he teaching though? It's not going to be like science or math. But that happens doesn't, in those. Doesn't schools. matter though. Yeah, it a, happens in those classes. I tell you, I have a uh, a best friend of mine. He's a art professor, and it's not sports related, but it's just school related. At the, the school he was teaching at, this person was like ranked nationally as far as her academics was concerned. But it was an, he taught an elective. He taught art. But he was failing the girl because she wasn't doing any work. And the school got on him like, this girl represents us on a mm-hmm. national scale. You got to change that grade. So if it happens, even, you know, that's that's something that didn't necessarily make money. But if it happens on that scale, nobody yeah. can tell me it doesn't happen on the larger scale. It has to. He lost that. his job for that, too, oh, because man. he refused to change that grade. Because it's a work. It's mm-hmm. like a, you know, integrity right. of the person. Thing. Right. Mm-hmm. And that, and that's exactly what was lacking from the university, right. from the student, from right. her parents, I'm sure. Um, you know, he caught it from all angles. And it's like, I'm not changing. Even though this is an elective, she has to do my work. Exactly. And she didn't want to do the work. Well, and go for the teacher. That's what's mm, up. Yeah. yeah. And, it, and it happens every day. It does. It does. Now, they do have, a lot of these athletes have extraordinary work ethics. A lot of them feel entitled and privileged, too. 
that happens a lot. So yeah, they they work, but they don't work as hard as others. Some of them right. don't. Some of them have a natural gift, and they don't ever develop that gift. But with that the Shaq reference, like what I was talking about was like let's say if he wasn't playing basketball, let's say if he had no interest towards basketball, mm-hmm. since he has that drive as a human being, if he just if you were to go to a different route, I think he would excel at that route. Well, that that's the chicken before the egg theory because he has his drive because he has that. Okay. And they pushed him that way because well, I'm not saying this for sure. I'm mm-hmm. just you know, you know what I'm saying yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. my opinion. Right. He's pushed that way, so he's pushed to have that drive. It's not necessarily that the drive came first. It's like, dude, you seven, you you you, you at the time, you know, he's probably six something as a, as a little kid, you know, you, you're taller than everybody else, you're bigger than everybody else. This is what you have to do. So if that's what's ingrained in you, that's what you got to do to make it happen. So, yeah, it's there. And if it's your passion, you're going to be excelling at it. You're going to push. Like we talked about um, earlier, me being a procrastinator in some areas and not in others, you know, it depends on where my passion is. So I'm leaning towards what I like more so than what anything else. So everything else could be kind of down a little bit. I, I don't know about the work ethic thing because, mm. okay, for example, Kevin Hart. Uh, mm-hmm. When I was reading the book, he was stating that he was really famous, I believe, in Chicago where he grew up or um, Philly, somewhere. Philly, Philadelphia. And uh, when he was growing up, he was, you know, doing well. He was always a funny guy and he was, you know, selling and, mm-hmm. you know, he was really good as a salesman. So he always had that work ethic. But he was right. really popular um, as a stand-up comedian in Philadelphia area. And until he met the right person mm-hmm. and uh, kept pushing him over and over and over again for years, that's when he actually excelled at it in New York and all the other places on top mm-hmm. of that. But, you know, just because you have a work ethic doesn't mean you're going to excel at it. It has to be right type of, uh, you know, advisors, right type of people around right, you, right, right type mm-hmm. of everything. Everything has to come together. Right. Well, really, it was because of his mom. Because I read that book as well. Right. And mm-hmm. you're saying that the only reason why he can actually handle his schedule right now with him being, like, so much on the go is because him being with his mom, his mom always had him, like, in and out of church. And he was always doing something. If he wasn't, like, at the church, he was at home. Like, to keep him off the street. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he was always doing something. And that was, like, drilled in him. And drilled in him like from the beginning like when he was young so mm-hmm. of course like no matter what he put his mind to as long as he had the love for it which mm-hmm. is I think is very right. important right. as long as he had the love for it that then he would excel in that mm-hmm. so like yeah Shaq has that drive but I mean if something doesn't if something doesn't like doesn't strike a nerve or if, if, if it doesn't hit you if, if you don't have that love for it yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's not gonna happen right mm-hmm. well I mean he could have found I mean, you know, a different route could have, he could have ended up loving it, you know what I'm saying? So, right. I mean, and that would be the question I would ask a lot of athletes, you know, like, if, if not for your sport, what would you be doing? You know what I'm saying? And just to see kind of like what they're thinking about, because a lot of them have a lot of ideas, some of them unrealistic, but, you know, they still have ideas like, I want to be a fighter pilot, you know? Like, like, really, what would you be doing if you weren't doing this? Shaq, if you're watching this, you're free to come join us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, come talk about what. (laughs) Reply in the comments. What Uh would you do? Mm -hmm. Well, I look at people like LeBron, for example, and that's why. Now, I'm going to tell you this. On the court, I hate LeBron. I hate Duke. So, Zion, if you listen, I hate Duke. I'm a a Tar Heel fan. But LeBron, man, off the court, this is one of my favorite people in the world because he didn't just. give his friends you know how they say you know you don't give a man a fish you teach him to fish Mm -hmm. he made sure that his friends were educated and put them in positions around him to be successful so these guys are just as successful as him 
And I thought that just, that was... He didn't just throw him a check. Yeah, he right. didn't just give him some money and surround himself he with him. He was being and, smart about it. Oh, my gosh. And saving his own money, too. Oh, my gosh. He did. He did. Now they're making their own money. And it's like, man, that is That's so brilliant. And they have so many more plans and so much more stuff to come. I'm just, I'm just extremely proud of this man and the way he worked. Because not only did he have this talent, he said, I'm going to take this talent and I'm going to turn it into sure. money. Mm-hmm. And that's that's just, if more athletes thought that way, mm-hmm. it'd be a much better place. But most of them, they're, they're riding in the moment in the wave and they're living. I saw uh, an interview, uh, Sebastian Telfair, who was a good basketball player, was talking about that, how, you know, he was basically living check to check. You know, he's making all his money, but... It's not like He's you think. He's spending all over the place, yeah. You yeah, got, you got so, all those athletes that, you know, go mm-hmm. homeless because they're not, you know, taking care of their finances. Right. Which I think even now, like the NBA, they have something now where they make sure the you're not doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but even like NFL, I forgot the percentages. I have to look it up. But so many of these guys go broke. And it, it's just it's crazy. Really think about mm-hmm. it, though. Back, okay, take yourself back into that age, right? Yeah. You're right out of college and you're making millions of dollars and you're hanging out with all these people, you know, that are really famous and widely known mm-hmm. and they all want to hang out and go out and party and everything yeah, and they're spending expect? a specific amount of money. Right. Aren't you going to do it? You know, you're going to mm-hmm. have that man kind of thing where, right. oh, I got to do better than this guy kind of mm-hmm. thing, right? Yeah. So. Next topic. The Jesse Smollett charges were dropped because the conviction was uncertain. So I don't, wow. I don't know too much about this. So can somebody kind of like give me the dumbed down version of what's going on? So what happened was he allegedly got mugged, right? From oh yeah, is this the, um, mm-hmm. the Mug- what's that show? The news Empire. 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 Yeah, that dude? Empire. Right. Yeah. Okay. And he got mugged, and he was saying that you know it was just a racism, hate crime kind of thing. And he made a whole story out of it. And when people got more knowledge about it, I think that's he when they found the out thing. that he was the one who actually. It was his homies that beat him up, right? He just set everything up pretty much. I think well, he some paid people. people. It, Allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly, he paid um, these two African men to, to jump him, pretty much. So his whole thing to do this was to, I guess. Get famous and no, get more well, money. Well, you can't really, you can't word it that way mm-hmm. because we don't know anything. So, so like yeah. his whole thing was to tell his alleged story of what happened to him. Right, kind of, kind of keep himself relevant was the was the theory behind it. Like he wanted to make sure he, you know, he stayed relevant. So this was a way to be in the news, kind of like some. So that's the theory. Yeah. That's well, the theory. The thing was is that from the very beginning, it was like ultra random. Although you know, racism is like. Half random ass. Mm-hmm. But anyways, well, all, all that aside, like it was really random and everything. It just felt like really sketchy. All the details right. felt really weird. Mm-hmm. So like a lot of people just didn't yeah. believe it. Subway right. in the middle right. of the night. like, And then we decided mm-hmm. that, oh, he's just doing this. We decided that, okay. oh, he's because of what the media and how they spun everything. We decided that, oh, okay, this he's just trying to be, stay relevant. He's so just trying to. Did he say anything about like why he did it? Like, did he have a statement? I, I, I thought some of the media actually found uh, um, text messages that were sent to these guys, you know, mm-hmm. telling mm-hmm. them how much they're going to pay them, like how but, much he's going to pay But there was them. no, they didn't say anything about the Concrete. motive, though. But they mm-hmm. said that the payments were for um, were for fitness, uh, were for fitness, uh, like a fitness program that okay. the guys mm-hmm. were teaching them. And then they proved that, that that was real. But all charges were dropped, though? Yeah. Why? Mm. 
apparently he's like a fitness trainer, right? That's why it was dropped. Because the money that was sent to them was based on uh, the company that he had, like personal training company. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So he's basically they couldn't prove his innocence or guilt is what's happened, right? I, I suppose I, I feel I feel like I need to do like do more research for, for me to be like okay yeah, see what, yeah if you want to speculate that's exactly what it was mm-hmm. but I th- I think I watched way too many like lawyer and court shows or whatever right so I and mean, I also know that NWACP um, originally said something about how it's a racism hate crime and then they were really ashamed of it that he yeah. shouldn't have mm-hmm. done such a thing or was there something where he said like he was trying to I guess grow awareness for like the whole racism thing is that what it is or or nobody knows right right yeah i don't don't know bro yeah it's tough if y'all know man say something about it in the comments make sure you comment and let us know what you're thinking about this Mm -hmm. i mean how Um, did y'all uh do y'all remember your first reaction when y'all heard about this whole jesse smollett thing going on i remember thinking he was lying. i don't remember why i thought that but i i felt like he was lying I just didn't feel it was real. Once again, I think I think he was going to get Subway in the middle of the night. I'm like, what Subway is up in the middle of the night in Chicago? I found out about it after they figured out it was fake. Okay. Yeah, so mm-hmm. my thought was maybe he didn't he needed money or something. Or no, but he paid these dudes. I don't know what to think, to be honest with you. Yeah. I was like... This man's on Empire. I hope, I hope he don't need money. I feel like right. we're living in a time frame where you should not use the word racism when you're making up stuff bottom line right. well i feel like we shouldn't use the word racism loosely in general mm-hmm. um because that just waters down what waters down like what that really means right right and and, and the fact that this incident was brought into question it it kind of may mess it up for somebody else down the line that really yeah. is going through something and, and that's what i hate right. if it's if it wasn't true and it happened and he did it this way, that's that's terrible because it it just you know put a damper on something that an issue that is that we definitely have and it may hurt somebody else's case down the line. I just I just hate it. I hate it. And the same thing with Me Too movement and all that other stuff is not true. You know what I'm saying? And, and you putting it out there, you just mess, messing it up for the people who really right. go through stuff. Mm-hmm. That's that's terrible. That's terrible because you're gonna doubt everybody now. Like, oh, did it, did it really happen to you? You know what I'm saying, and I, and I just hate that. Yeah. I hate it. Only it only takes one thing for somebody to generalize everything right. too. So not everybody yeah. else got to go twice Doesn't as hard. It? Yeah, like Beyonce. Um, <laughs> oh my God, it's never gonna go away. It's never gonna go away. I just hate it. Like I hate it how I didn't. I truly didn't really know how to feel because my first initial thoughts were one, oh my God, I hope that this didn't happen to him, which would mean that he's lying. Right. And so, but I can't be like, okay, I hope this really happened to him. <laughs> so, like, I honestly just didn't know how to feel. Although I was leaning on the side, uh, this is really sketchy. I think he's lying. Yeah. You just but wanted, you just that. didn't want to judge another human being, pretty much. Well, no, because I'll, I'll, I'll just, my, I mean, <laughs> like, and, and not, well, I'm, I'm not a judgmental person, but I, I just didn't want to, um, I, I just didn't know how to feel. So, right. for, just, for me, when I first heard it, I, I heard it on the NPR radio station. 
And uh, when uh, they were talking about it, they were kind of giving out the story first. And uh, they were saying, hey, you know, this is what happened. This person got mugged and he's a um, famous actor from Empire. And uh, the whole time I was hearing this, I was thinking, if I had a child and, uh, you know, just because they're dark skinned, just uh, because of that reason, Mm -hmm. my kid is going to get mugged. Like, I don't think we're we should be living in that kind of society right now. And then they went on to um, talk about how it's made up story and, you know, all these people are getting mad because of it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Yeah, it's tough. I don't know what to think about mm-hmm. this. It's got to see what, like, where the story goes as it develops. Right. Because it, it's taking turns. So it's still going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So make sure you oh. comment below. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. But TMZ reported that um, the brothers' business, like the uh, the trainers, mm-hmm. is booming right now. This, this <laughs> wow. shit going crazy. <laughs> yeah. Like free advertisement. <laughs> right. For real. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know. right. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna watch what I say after that first episode, man. Because I'm, I'm <laughs> <laughs> getting all this heat. Man. Well, it's it's like don't but do at like the same time, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Well, no, I mean, like we uh, we want like we want how you feel to be right. spoken. Okay. Mm-hmm. But this one, though, honestly, I have no idea. One, I don't watch Empire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Two, I was like, I mean, maybe he's just rich and famous and just gone crazy. Who knows? You know, maybe famous people do crazy shit. Right. But from what I heard, it says something about how he wasn't getting paid enough, even though he was really famous. Right. Oh, yeah. Well, that was speculation. I heard I something think, about that. People were speculating why he would have done it because because he was he was supposedly upset. But about how was he gonna get money out of this whole story though? Mm-hmm. Lawsuit from right. it doesn't make any sense. Right, it just doesn't know. make any yeah. sense. Yeah. I think was he sense. was he getting written out of the show or something like that? Maybe well, his character was getting written out and after the allegations about him possibly lying. About okay, it. I thought maybe I thought maybe I heard that he was getting written out before that, so he did this kind of you know to stay relevant so he can stay in the cast. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, so, Jesse, if you're watching, let us know what happened. Yeah, if you want to come on the show, come let us know. Man. <laughs> tell, tell us. Yeah. Right. What did you do? What? what <laughs> no, no. What did you do? <laughs> no, no. Right. Tell us what happened to you. Right. Tell mm-hmm. us the honest truth. Just come tell us your story, man. Come on. Yeah. Come on through. Okay, so on to the next one. We're going to be talking about... Um, I guess Asian privilege in America mm. and does it exist mm. and what it is. Wow. Mm. So I really try to think about this mm. and I don't think I, cause I know we talked about this before, but I don't truly get what defines Asian privilege. Mm. What is privilege? What is, what is privilege first? Privilege just means that you're going to get a better benefit out of something, mm-hmm. right? right? Compared to the other people. Mm-hmm. So for me, I feel like I was able to get into my college, um, into uh, the pre-med program when I first enrolled mm-hmm. because they had the stereotype, oh, you know, mm-hmm. this girl is an Asian girl, so she's going to be really good in science and math. Mm. And when I was in class for science classes and math classes, every time they were p- teaming up with people, even before we knew anybody, go to the they were all right. They will always <laughs> come to me and be like, "Hey, do you want to be my team member?" I was like, "I don't know you, but sure, you know." Right. And mm-hmm. then they expect the highest level out of me. That mm-hmm. happened to me in high school too, but I was stupid as shit. So, <laughs> 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 I 
<laughs> so viewing us in a um, nice way, you know, mm. like in a smart way, that is our privilege. Mm. Yeah. But then, okay, I think that is like a stereotype. But there was one other story I read um, like a couple of weeks ago where it was um, there was this Indian guy. He um, he signed up for college, you know, put it in his apps and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. He was denied. Um, and then, you know, on college apps, it'll tell you, like, what race are you? Black, white, Asian, Pacific, or whatever it is. Um, he got denied, and then he said he put the exact same app, but as a black person. Applied mm-hmm. again. And applied again, and he got accepted. Mm. Mm. But that shows, uh, you know, like, each school actually mm-hmm. has a percentage on diversity. Right. So uh, okay. each school needs to have a specific percentage, and it, it, even though... Even though uh, that guy didn't get admitted in Asian part, all mm-hmm. the Asians were probably filled up. Right. And then, uh, you know, they were trying to fill in uh, all the other you know, know race. I, I don't know how I so feel privilege, about that, though. So privilege, in your opinion, privilege um, exists across the board for different people. It's just levels to the privilege. Uh-huh. Mm. In different situations. Because as far as admission right. goes, in Harvard University, all the uh, Asian kids are getting denied right now. Mm-hmm. And they're putting out a petitions on it because all these Asian kids aren't able to get in, even though they have the highest scores. Right, Because right. Yeah. there are so many of mm-hmm. them. Because I still think we're the bottom of the totem pole as far as privilege goes anyway. You know, I would think so. Blacks would be. Well, I, I definitely think that we're pretty low. But, mm-hmm. I mean... Do you really, like, as, as far as right now, what do you think is the ratio between, like, Mexicans and and, and black people, in your opinion, mm. as far as privilege That's goes? <sighs> like, who's higher, who's lower? Yeah. I mean, like, all Latin Americans? Mexicans. Well, I mean, all Latin Americans, but I mean. I think they can, you know, I, I, think, I, think, I think it still will be us because there's targets on us. I think that they can go, they're kind of like ghosts. In, in a sense, because they can go, like, unnoticed in certain situations, whereas... Mm, I don't know. I've never, I've never not noticed, like... Well, okay, let me, you know let's, let's run that back. <laughs> <laughs> let's run that back. <laughs> what are you saying? Like, like, you know, we talk about police brutality and yeah. um, these shootings and things like that. I think that, you know, like, that doesn't, you, don't, you don't see... How many times do you see it, like, being... A, um, a Mexican or somebody like that. Be, not saying it doesn't does not happen because I'm sure it does, but not to oh, the yeah, extent does, that the target that's on the black man's back. And like you said, there's certain situations where if something happened and it was a black man or an Asian man, a white man, and a Mexican there, that finger's gonna be pointed at who first? You you see what I'm it saying? Depends. It depends. It depends. You think so? Yeah, it depends. Depends on what? Because if they all have tattoos across the board. Yeah, I was they thinking all, that too, like the image yeah. you put out. It still and what kind would of be outfit the, they still, have on. If all of them, I, th- I still think it would be either the black guy or the Mexican guy. Yeah, it still would be the black man. If they were oh, all the same, even if the, the black guy could be in a suit, I think it could, he still would be looked at first. The there, black guy could be like really old, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, that, that might if be. If you're talking about like same age, same mm-hmm. male, same height, same everything. Yeah. I don't think it matters. They all mm-hmm. have same tattoos, same like outfit. If it looks raggedier, mm-hmm. then I think everybody. There, there was another interesting point way. though. I forgot who FIFO made a point from uh, FIFO from Dead End Hip Hop. By the way, make sure you check these guys out. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're in Dead End Studios uh, shooting our podcast um, as well, so so check them out too. But um, he made a point once that 
um, black people, no matter where you are, you will never be the dominant uh, culture in any situation. We're the only ones who won't if ever. If you go to Africa, then that's not going to be the case. Not the same thing. See the thing, and that's something that too. That's something that I didn't even think about until we had the until conversation. So people brought it up. Yeah, it's like even in Africa, Africans look at us like we don't belong. Because we're Amer- we're African Americans, but we're not considered African. And you know how have us when African? we go to Korea, mm-hmm. like right. we feel no, Korean. I haven't. Yeah, no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. When we go to Korea, we're just we're the majority over there. Right. Nobody looks at us like we're crazy because mm-hmm. we look like them. Right. That's what I'm saying. So what a, you you've been right? Yeah, I've been, I've been, and I am African. Would you, Would you agree with that though? Uh, I would say in media. I, well, I would say it's more so portrayed in media and like like on a family type level mm-hmm. to where um like generally Africans may think of a certain way about Americans but like like black black Americans like really really generally on like the on like how traditional Koreans may think a certain way about mm-hmm. whatever it may be so on that type of level yeah mm-hmm. but in my personal experience, it hasn't been as deep as you know some people make it seem seem to be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you think like just a regular uh, African American, if he goes there, would he feel? Um, would he feel like he's at home? Would he feel like he's in the majority, or would he feel like, or would he be made to feel like he's visiting? Um. Well, speaking on my experience, like my first night there, I didn't feel at home at all. And mm-hmm. then I kind of had to like warm up to the new environment. Granted, that was my first flight ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was, was flying from like Atlanta to Detroit, Detroit to Amsterdam, Amsterdam to Ghana. But um, the people there, I mean, they, they really made me, they, they make, they made me feel like I was, I was at home. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I did not get that experience. Like I, 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 I think it's a little bit of both. Because mm-hmm. from my personal experience, when I go to Korea, right? I do feel like the majority because I look like everybody else and mm-hmm. nobody looks like I don't get weird looks like right. as I do Walking here. Around. You know right. what I'm saying? Like if in a, if I'm in a predominantly white or black or whatever cult like neighborhood, like I'm going to get looks. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? But I don't get those looks in Korea. So I, in that sense, I felt like I was home. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, when you get to when I got to know these people on a personal level, I kind of felt like an outsider. Right. Because yeah. I'm still an American, you know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. like, I, I didn't know, I felt like I didn't know where I belonged. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You're not really accepted anywhere. I feel right. like as whatever American, if you put something in front of American as your, like, race, mm-hmm. then you're never going to feel you're like, like you're... You're, like, in that gray area. Right. Right. You're but never going to be specific thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a tough thing, but I, I kind of, I get what you're saying now, because... Mm-hmm. Like, when we talked about this before, I kind of took it as, like, oh, Asians have Asian privilege in America. So, like, yeah. the black people got it worse than the Asians. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's that. I think there's different levels of, like you said, different levels of um, privilege. Mm-hmm. And everybody does have privilege. So, then what's, mm-hmm. like, the negative privilege, in your opinion? For Asians? Yeah. It's uh, all the shit, dude. Like the racist shit that we like. I've encountered my thirty years of living in America, dude. Like, what? What? Give me an example of racism. Yeah, like, let's get it spe- yeah, specific. So, like, like what we were saying earlier, like Asian guys or girls doesn't know how to play sports. 
No, that's that's not deep enough. Uh, no, that's not specific. Yeah, <laughs> right. for me, it's yeah, me, all right, yeah. so f- from young age to now, it's doesn't stop. So, um, like elementary school, right? You know, you're gonna get the ching chong. You're gonna get the ching chong, the fucking I eyes think. and shit. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, I mean, you get picked on and shit like back then. So that kind of like tough for Asian Americans. I feel like that kind of toughens you up. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. you learn, you learn to like not take shit. Um, and that continued to, um, in, even in middle school, like middle school, I was, I was like, I was kind of like a popular kid in middle school. High school was kind of tough because genetically, mm-hmm. um, every other race, they're a little bit bigger or they're, they're taller. You know what I'm saying? Right. Me, on the other hand, like my freshman year in high school, I was like fucking five one and shit, dude. So mm-hmm. like. It's kind of hard to like be taken <laughs> seriously. You know what I'm saying? Right. All right. Yeah. Right. But like the whole Ching Chong shit, and like even at work, dude. Like, I speak perfect English. I ain't got no fucking Asian accent. Right. I have a country accent for all I know. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But it's this weird thing where like I'm talking to somebody, I'm explaining some something to them, but then like they're they're not understanding what I'm saying. Like in their in their head, mm-hmm. they think I have this Chinese accent. Right, we're not right. supposed to speak it perfectly. Yeah. Right. Okay, it's not fun. It's not mm-hmm. funny. I, mean, <laughs> I just have this 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 whole. It really happens scenario though. Yeah. yeah, that that shit happens. And like another crazy, another though. thing, I fucking like couple couple days ago, dude. Like, um, this dude was um. He was in there like trying to buy some, and he was like, somebody was like. Who helped you out earlier? And I was I was the one that helped him out earlier. He was like, yeah. "Oh, him over there, Lee." I'm like, "Why the fuck am I Lee?" <laughs> no, it yeah. was so funny. Yeah. It's not yeah. a funny show. I didn't, there. I didn't laugh. I chuckled. So. <laughs> 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 no, but like that shit is like. Andy, just, just yeah. don't don't paint these scenarios. Just don't paint the funny. Don't paint the scenarios. <laughs> but like this is just like the, you know, the basic shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah. And it's like, dude, why the fuck am I Lee? You know, what but I'm gonna tell you something else that I, you know, an observation. Once um, working in retail, I've had customers like Spanish customers, Spanish speaking customers come in, or the Mexican customer come in and say, um, "Who speaks Spanish?" You know, they ask you know Spanish, mm-hmm. and we'll point them to a Spanish speaking. FIFO speaks Spanish, by the way. Um, we'll point them to a Spanish speaking person, or if there's none there, or if something happens, their English is perfect. So I'm thinking, yeah. dang, right. I could have helped you in the beginning. Now you're coming to me because your Spanish-speaking guy messed it up. That's a big thing. Uh, yeah, I've seen that a lot, too. Yeah, it's like they just feel and, – and, and I heard the same thing about Koreans at another store location. They only want to talk to each mm-hmm. other. Like, I'm thinking, like, damn, I wish these black people come in here and say, well, where the black people at? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, we don't get that, though. With that, but though, I wish. Yeah. With that, though, yeah. it's, I think it's because – you just feel like they're you, part of you. Yeah, you know, there's like a the connection media. there. Right. So where's my connection? Where, where? I feel like you know what I mean. That though. Yeah. But that's, do do but that. that's another, really? that's another struggle that you know we go through. Mm-hmm. And not me personally, because I, you know, I grew up here. But you know, since there's such a small percentage of us, mm-hmm. if we see another Asian, we automatically have that connection. Right. So I feel I, like, like more comfortable with that person. I'm mm-hmm. not sure about that part because I don't feel comfortable. Because I grew up with everybody. But I'm else. talking about I'm talking mm. about like those those people a who do that people, because right. like you know they they're older. They look similar. You and know? they're older and they kind of understand they my came up feeling, with that, yeah. right? Mm. Yeah. And as far as like going back to what we were saying earlier, like Latin America, right? Mm-hmm. They all look so different. You know, you can see somebody who's right. like blonde hair, blue eyes versus yeah. you know somebody that looks like you, mm-hmm. and they could be coming from all over the South America. That right. Yeah. 
if they come over here, if they speak fluent English, I think they're going to be able to kind of like mix in with mm -hmm. everybody yeah, else. Man. So like right. when we talk about privilege, I mean, I guess I got the two things mixed up. Like when we talked about privilege, I automatically think white privilege because mm. I can right. honestly That's see the first what thought. that is. Okay. But mm -hmm. so I took it as, so does that mean that we don't experience racism? You know what I'm saying? That's the way I took mm -hmm. it as, but I feel like they're, they're two totally different things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, man, that racist shit, dude, like, like I'm, I'm kind of heated right now. Just kind of like, thinking about that like shit. That, like that, where are you from question, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. dude. No, so really when from? I go to Korea, everybody's like, oh, where are you from? As in, oh, what city are you from? Yeah. Right. Over yeah. here, I'd be like, just talking to them normally. And they're like, oh, where are you from? I'm like, oh, I grew up in Maryland. I'm from Maryland. And then they're like, no, where no, are you, really like, really from? from? I'm like, no, bitch, right. I'm, I'm like, really from L.A. <laughs> <laughs> dude, <laughs> what right. are we talking about? Like, my heritage? Or no, this, like, shit, this, right. shit, this shit pisses me off, dude. When I'm like, they're like, oh, what nationality? We, we'll go through that first. Yeah. Like, for all the listeners and viewers. Oh, I feel like mm. I know what you're about to say. Yeah, for, Don't do that. To Asian people, do not ask us this question, okay? Where are you from? Where are you really from? And then what is your nationality? And then it gets to this. Okay, because I tell them I'm Korean American, right? And they go, "Oh, that's North cool." North or south? Uh, north or south? That's one thing I can't stand either. If I was uh -huh. North Korean, I wouldn't fucking be here. Uh -huh. Another, but they this question just blows my mind. They go, "Oh, you're Korean." Oh, my friend's Vietnamese. I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah, I, th I thought you were going like, somewhere completely. I thought he was going somewhere <laughs> different too. No, what, what were y'all thinking? And that's funny. Why? Okay, okay. I, I have a, I have an honest question. Okay. Um, some people get really offended if you ask if they're from North or South Korea. It's because, um, dude, like, I think it's because we get asked it so many times mm -hmm. that it's like, this is mind-boggling. Why are you even asking this? But I, is that fair to the person asking? Right. I was gonna say like like like. I feel like it depends on the tone of voice too and yeah. the way you're asking questions. Even even the what's your nationality? I don't think that that's bad. I think that that just comes from just not knowing. Or not being familiar with right. the differences. Some people feel like you should know. There's right. there's two sides yeah. to that. Yeah. If you don't know, I get it. You know, that's that's really not on them. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's our job to kinda educate them. Right. You know? It's just one, we're just kinda fed up with that damn question. Um I but think that's what the it is. other side really is, is this is another thing I went through. I was talking to this dude. I was the only one thing, I was the only Asian dude in that bar. Okay. This guy was asking me, you know, what nationality I am, and I told him I'm Korean and all that shit. He was obviously a little bit drunk, and then he started going on talking about North Korea and how much he hates that shit. I'm mm -hmm. like, hey, man, that's that's fine, dude. Like, I'm not with that country either. Like, they do some fucked up shit over there, you know? And then he misspoke and said, yeah, man, you guys got to chill with that shit. I'm like, what the fuck is that supposed to mean? Right. So you're already putting right. me in that like some of, whether I'm South or North Korean, in. it doesn't matter to you. And see, that would offend anybody. I think that that would offend me for you. Yeah, so I'm you like, know what I'm saying? So, yeah. And I had to calm him down. I'm like, dude, I get it. You need to chill, but this is two totally different things we're talking about. Like, mm -hmm. I'm not with that right. country. I'm like, I'm not with it. Like, that shit's mm -hmm. fucked up. Kim yeah, Jong -un. First of all, you're not. And just I'm not. Korean. Yeah, I'm, right. I'm, <laughs> it goes. It goes with that. Goes with the same thing too. You being judged on the color of your skin, and right. you know. Instead of your character, yeah, and that's 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 a bad thing in itself, but it happens every single yeah. day. He got to African American. He got heated mm. too, man. He was like, "Yeah, man, like you guys need to chill with that shit." And I was like, "You know, what? I'm gonna get the fuck out of here because 
And also with mm. everything else, like news news reporters aren't gonna talk about good stuff all the time. Yeah. And then they're they love talking about Kim Jong Un and his dictatorship, and uh, how um, he has nuclear weapons and mm. everything. Right. But they never really talk about good stuff. Like, oh, K-pop is doing really well. You right. know, like all these people in South Korea is doing really well. Yeah. And Kim Jong Un has nothing to do with me, but watching that kind of shit on the news makes me feel uncomfortable because mm. I feel right. like the rest of the general population are going to see me and automatically think Kim Jong-un. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that shit bugs me. And funny yeah. thing is, when I was out in Korea, all my friends from back home were like, oh, are you guys okay? Um, is a war breaking out? Mm-hmm. How are you feeling? Do you have to come back home? And I'm like, I'm, we're not even talking about it in South Korea. You know? Right. Like, yeah. they always throw mm-hmm. tantrum every year. And uh, we're just kind of like, used to it, I guess. Right. But that's a good and, point that you brought up, though, because, like, when you said, is that really that person's fault because they don't know? You right. Know, and right. that's a very good point because you're totally right. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, yeah, I'm just kind of fed up with that damn question. And that's, and that's just asking much, the right and, way. And the same thing that you're saying too is, right. yeah, it, it's, right. it's, it's, it's the right way to approach it. And there's, there's a time and place for everything. So, yeah, you know, and I think the, the more you know, the more educated you are, and the, the more questions you ask, the better off everybody is. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, we don't talk enough, we don't mm-hmm. educate ourselves enough. It, you know, not all bad is bad. That's that's just how I feel. I think some certain things, there's some good in every situation that you can you can pull something from, and you sure. learn from each other. Yeah. So you know, and every race has their shit side. You mm-hmm. know, what I'm saying they got, every race has their shitty people, and I just think that's sadly what, right? Generally, what people are. You know, it's just mm-hmm. a select, educated, you know, conscious people. Mm-hmm. You know, don't see it that way. But I mean, we're getting there though. We really are. But, like, dude, this whole media shit, too. Like, I know, like, when you got on to me about that whole Beyonce, Beyonce thing. thing. Oh, man, Beyonce. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Can we let the that go? One. That was a whole. No. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't no, no, let no. it go. No, 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 no. no. Cause I totally get it. Like, when he was saying that, like, he was really bugged out about that because, like, people really do just go with the media. Like, they have so much control over, like, whatever the hell we think. And, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, because I've dealt with that shit, like, as an artist. Mm. Um and it's the it's the sheep mentality bro like and that really really fucks with people dude like i stopped doing comedy for four months because people got offended from jokes that i already cleaned up Mm -hmm. that aren't even there and it's like the littlest the littlest thing and then because one person decides to say something it's like ooh. I want to say something too, even though it makes no fucking sense. I mean, you can't please everybody, though. Right. Right, which is very true. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that doesn't mean that you don't still feel something sometimes. Right. Yeah. Right. And, I, and I normally don't, but it was just something about that one mm-hmm. time where it's like, "Yo, what, what more <coughs> can I, what more can I do?" And uh, yeah, that may not have been the best way to deal with it, but fuck it, I'm human, and that happens sometimes. Right. Right. Yeah. And I think that's the part that's missing: the human side. We, yeah. we, we're human. So, and and I think that what makes us special is our opinion. And you should be able to have a conversation and have a difference of opinion without it turning violent, without it being hate. Just we just different. I you mean, know? as long as you respect somebody else and the right. other person feels that mm-hmm. respect, yeah. I don't think there's gonna be any issues. Right. Like there's people in the world that hate Beyonce, but we get past it. <laughs> you know? Oh. We're gonna let that go, okay? Okay. okay. Well, all right, move, We're move, not gonna move. talk about that anymore. Right. I do not so. hate Beyonce for all the listeners, okay? okay? Don't not, do, don't so, get it twisted. I, to, I totally um, have black friends. <laughs> <laughs> uh, before, I, before I forget, 
Um, I wanted to ask this question earlier. Uh-huh. So, uh, we're talking about learning stuff, stuff from other like cultures or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I learned a great skincare routine from Koreans, and oh I will gosh. forever be like thankful to what y'all. For, mm-hmm. Like, I mean, just in general, just like the you know from the face masks to the uh, to like some of the dieting, the seven to, like, routine, the, um, right? The mm-hmm. long, the, with all the different know, the stuff pack, mm-hmm. and how you're supposed to yeah, yeah rubbing your face all, all uh-huh. yeah black don't crack raisin don't asian uh, ra- yeah. asian don't raisin i'm sorry uh, a- <laughs> okay asian does raisin but it's like after after like, like 50 <laughs> yeah. it's like, it's like my, instant my friend put it in like perfect way they're like oh you know tip you're you look exactly the same since i was like in high school you're gonna it. stay that way until you hit that one point and you're gonna deploy <laughs> you talk about that you talk about that comic right? <laughs> asian uh menopause thing I'll show you that later. There's, there's a comic on it. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. What have you learned from like black people, other than rapping, <laughs> and your whole swag and style? What have I learned from black people? Mm-hmm. Is I guess I'm not the only minority out there. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because with the whole racist shit, like I can only speak with what I've experienced. Right. But it's like. Like, when we talk about, like, pl- uh, police brutality, right? Mm-hmm. People say it's not a race thing, but when you look at the statistics, it is. You know, it's it's white and black. You see that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, that's that's what I've learned. And I guess just my whole, since I've lived here my entire life, and that's just kind of what's rubbed onto me, I guess, the black culture. Um, I respect it. But, I mean, that's... Let me, that's let me ask you, let me ask you this a different way. You've dated a, you've dated a black... Woman, or you've dated a black person before, right? Not for long, but yes. Okay, so what did you learn? You're what? gonna okay. Hold on. <laughs> you, <got> you, <laughs> said, you said a woman, and then you're like person as in he yeah, likes the, both. Because, yeah. No, 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 no. I was, that was not to imply anything. That was I mean, to, okay, okay, okay. That was to I got an answer. I got an answer. I got an answer. We're inclusive at black. I have mm-hmm. to be more open-minded. That's what I've learned because um, I was so just stuck with like Korean people or just Asian people in general because that's just what was my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I've learned that just people are just people. You know what right. I'm saying? Yeah. That's what I've learned. There's good people, there's shitty people. That's what I've learned. Right. What's something you've learned from black people? One thing that I love about black people. Oh, Tiff is dating a black guy, <clears throat> by the way. He's like black. He looks black, but he's like Latin American. Panamanian. Panamanian. Oh. Yeah, mm. he's like fluent Spanish school. Um, in Korean word, there's a word called chung, right? Mm-hmm. It means a way we get along. Uh, like if we spend time together, I'm gonna feel some type of way about you. Like no matter mm-hmm. who you are, mm-hmm. and it doesn't matter like what you look like, whatever, because right. I'm investing my time into you and I care that much about you. Mm-hmm. And uh, that chung means so much. And I feel like I feel that with black people as well. Mm-hmm. Because we love food. We love sharing time together. We love mm-hmm. joking around. We, we love doing anything that every human just loves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we just know how to express ourselves really well. So uh, we share so many things in common. And I feel like not that many people actually know about it. Mm-hmm. You know? And that's what I learned, you know from the Korean culture, you, you, the word share, they share a lot, oh, you know, yeah, 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 as far yeah. as it, we, we talk about like food, for example, we, we'll talk about food in another episode too, but 
they share so much and, and the word share means something to them as well as watching how they respect their elders and different things like that. So I've, I've learned some things, you know, me, I've learned. Those are some of the main things right. that I learned. But And like historically, mm. if you're looking at it, like African-Americans only, right? So historically, they went through slavery. They went through uh, all these different types of um, segregation and issues mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. from back in the day. Mm-hmm. And in Korea, same thing happened where Chinese and the Japanese will come over and dominate and uh, we'll get invaded and we'll like try to recover mm-hmm. and somebody else comes through and then they try to like dominate us and mm-hmm. we have to go through the hardship mm-hmm. over and over again mm-hmm. that we know what it's like to be at the bottom of the barrel. Mm-hmm. We know what it's like to be hated and be treated like it's shit, mm-hmm. you know? And then uh, to recover from it and try to do our best to look forward in life and uh, look ahead and try to make something good out of it. Mm-hmm. I feel like we share the same thing. Hey, so, you know, I got a question about that, too. I guess here we have history classes, so we talk about our history. We don't talk about anybody else's history in the States, do we? No. The world history for you. If it does, it's not. No, but it's not like. (laughs) It's still not that, you know. In that, no. Yeah, Yeah, it's really not. So most of us is, most of ours is U.S. history is what we go through. Um, What about, is it like that um, in Korea? Is Is it like. Korean history the, that you yeah. study yes. more. Yeah. Yep, yep. There's okay. a um, Hanguksa like Korean history, mm-hmm. um, which is really long. Yeah. Um, and then uh, there's um, the world history where mm-hmm. they talk about just World War One, World War Two, and mm-hmm. just you know what Americans learn as well. Well, yeah. Education. That's just like it's just scary because you're like truly putting yourself into somebody else's shoes. Oh wow, somebody mm-hmm. like me had a completely different right education mm-hmm. let alone like family upbringing and all that stuff but straight up education that's it's so powerful because it, it dictates how you argue with people mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. right mm-hmm. yo like just everything everything uh, we're, we're making strides though man. i mean like look at us right now like this mm-hmm. big stride this is a huge stride but yeah anyway but we're gonna end it here <laughs> uh i was your host andy i'm your guy shelton your boy kp Tiffany. Oh, you know what? We didn't do it. We got. Oh do yeah, it. yeah, yeah. We got to do one. One got to go. One got to go. Oh, okay, man. I'm sorry. One got to go. One got to go. All right. Right now it's KP. Yeah. Today's <laughs> today's list. Right. Today's list is going to be Nike, Reebok, Puma, or Adidas. One's got to go. One's got to go. Who's going first? Puma. Puma's Puma gotta, or Reebok? Puma's got to go. Reebok got to stay. Let's see. Reebok got to go. I say Puma or Reebok. Reebok got to go right now. And Why? Right now is because Puma's making a resurgence with basketball. They got a cool new shoe, um, the Clyde. Or a Nike for breaking all the time. Nipsey signed to Nipsey Hustle is signed to Puma. I know that. So yeah, they're they're, they're signing a lot of a Puma's lot of athletes coming back right up. Now. Right yeah, now. they are. They are. They are. And right now, um, of course, Nike and Adidas are always going to be there. So it's Nike's between Reebok been breaking and, left and right. Reebok remember? is a classic, though, man. Reebok is a classic, is. but you don't see people wearing Reebok nah. like that anymore. They tried, you know, a few it's years ago, they tried to make a resurgence with some of the athletes. I mean, with some of the Af- with some of the uh, rappers, Ooh, rather. Rick Ross, till he they came out with that, with that with that rape verse yeah. that, that he put on. Or, sorry, trigger warning. With that, with that, with that verse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, bro. It, it was just all bad. What? Yeah. Amen. AI is my favorite person of all time, so Reebok has to stay. Well, AI is one of my favorite people, and that shoe was an awesome basketball shoe, but that's uh, 
That shoe was That's ugly. history. I'm just going to say it. That shoe was ugly. But it, it felt ass. great on the basketball court. <laughs> with but the Puma, matter of fact, donut. I'm going to get some of those Pumas oh this week. That was, That's when I'm buying some Pumas. Okay. I don't like Pumas. Pumas got to go. Reebok has to go because, like, they have the ugliest shoe. Out of the four, bro. N- but they're n- comfortable, though. I think Pumas are Reebok. Puma Reebok. got, bro. Just Reebok. My Pumas no. are, are the Reebok most complimented com- st- sneakers that I have. Mm. My Pumas. Reebok is more comfortable than Nike's. Pumas look ugly. I don't know, but <laughs> <laughs> it depends. That's because you haven't seen. I bro. just like, when I think Reebok of Pumas, I think of the you know those weird yeah. like really tight Pumas and it's yeah I they, I they look, look like banana shoes. Now you gotta look at the new ones. The, the new the you new basketball like? shoe, the Clyde is a, is a nice shoe. I don't care. Pumas and it's go. it's making a resurgence. And if you if we took a poll like the basketball shoes like that's on the court right now, I think. I don't think hardly anybody, if anybody's wearing a Reebok shoe, I don't think the only thing that they had was the pump and in Iverson shoe and the classic, which has been gone for a dope. long time. The pumps are dope. Yeah, pumps are a nice shoe, but I think that, that Puma's gonna. I think that that Puma's about to make a rise. So I w- I would say to rank them in order would be Nike for me first, Adidas is a close second, um, and then we'd have Puma third and Reebok fourth. What about you? I agree. Just because mm-hmm. Puma is actually up and coming right now, and Reebok is not really recovering mm-hmm. at all. What you yeah. thinking? Unfortunately, the, the exact same. I feel, mm-hmm. I feel the same way. Yeah. But the Adidas and Puma. Well, actually, no. I think. And no, it, it's, it's very close. Mm-hmm. Adidas and Puma are very close, but I think no, the exact no, no, same. no, 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 no. Nike and Adidas are very similar. Right. No, or sorry. And then. Yeah. yeah. I Puma mean, they're they're very close in my. Uh, in my decision to have them in that order, like they're very close. right, like Adidas and Puma, they're really Puma's cool. got to go. Yeah. So unless, unless y'all want to sponsor us, I, I think that, one that doesn't look yeah, he does. I think that uh, Beyonce wears Puma, and I think that's <laughs> probably the Pretty issue much. that we're having right now. It's just never gonna go away. <laughs> For all the listeners, oh, that's the last. Actually, speaking of Beyonce, did y'all see Omari uh, uh, Hardwick uh, kiss Beyonce at the at at um? Twice. Twice? twice, twice, bro, and like the first one was just on the what? cheek. The second one was like that was almost like the we corner of the corner of the mouth. Mm-hmm. How did Jay Z feel about this? I mean, Jay Z was chilling, but he ain't see Is what was going on. Is this whole new cheating song coming out again? Mm-mm. Lemonade version two, part two. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll wrap it up here though. Um, thank you for listening. Um, we are Black Korea. You can find us on anywhere you can find a podcast. Everywhere. Everywhere. Shout out to Dead End Hip Hop. Yes, yes. Dead End Studios Ooh-hoo. in the building. Mm-hmm. I was your host, Andy. I'm your guy, Shell Jones. And your boy, KP. And Tiffany. See y'all next week. All right, peace. Korea, Korea.